Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. nerd is a man with a plan with a red pill in his hand he understands that men are born with nothing with which to buy and women are born with something to sell he won't go quietly Welcome to the Hood Nerd Red Pill Talk Podcast, starting right now. What up, y'all? We're back again. No, today I was going going to what I thought of this season's Married at First Sight so far, being it was getting ready to wrap up. Yeah, your boy watched that. But, you know, I was in the living room, just got in from work, you know, talking to my wife. And scrolling through Facebook, and I saw a post where it was, he is consistently inconsistent on purpose. Stop entertaining this behavior and move on. Now, there's a lot of things that bother me at times, but nothing bothers me more than a person who's not accountable for their part in a situation and in a relationship. If you follow me so far, you understand everything I tell you from the first time I was, my first marriage was what? No matter what I say about her, I chose her. So I got to eat that. I put up with a lot of stuff that I probably shouldn't have, but I did that. I got to eat that. See, there's certain things I can't blame her for because I accepted that behavior. So I just got to eat it. So, you know, it also goes back to you know, I let her say, women love to complain. They really do. They ain't happy unless it's something to complain about. And that's why I always tell men, no matter what type of situation you're going to be in, what type of marriage you're in, 
relationship you're in in general committed relationship even if you don't believe in marriage no matter what you're in with that every goal she sets once you reach that she's going to set another one because she needs something else to complain about to occupy her mind which is why i always tell you once a woman becomes bored it's why she loves the bad boy so much he takes the most work she'll die trying to basically reform him see if she gets the nerd or the good guy it doesn't take much work he's going to do whatever she says he's going to answer to every beck and call that she makes she says hey babe stop and grab some milk he's going to do it hey babe i know it's 30 minutes out of your way but i really need this can you go get that for me? I'm tired, babe. Then she'll start whining and moping and pouting and say, it's okay. It's fine. I'll get it another time. It, it really, really wasn't that important. That's her trying to manipulate you. To do what? She knows the good guy's going to do what? <sighs> All right, babe. I'm going to go get it. <laughs> so, as you've heard me run down, and I'll continue to start running that down more, even as I bring guests on, male guests and female guests on. The one thing we have learned is what? She's going to lead a good guy. Like I talked about yesterday, she'll choose lust over love nine times out of ten. She's going to choose what makes her happy nine times out of ten. There really isn't a partnership. When you're in a relationship, a committed relationship with a woman, she does live by the happy wife, happy life. She thinks as long as she's happy, then you should be happy. When in fact, most men are miserable. That's why they're at happy hour. If you could leave it up to men, to be honest with you, they would probably communicate with their woman. two, three hours out of the week, max. Accumulate all of the time out of the day, out of the week. You'll probably talk to her two to three weeks, max. Now, you're going to have special cases where you have people who really love to talk to each other. But for the most part, most men are just, at this point, what was his name? Angry man in uh in Martin, dude who was sitting in a, the shoe store with him and he was holding all the magazines hostage. That's men at this point. They just dare to hold the bag, just sit and be quiet. See, that old man you see holding his wife's purse when he's in his 50s and 60s, she's worn him down to that point. See, 30 years prior, he was still walking arm in arm with her. He really wasn't taking too much lip. He was in it to win it. He was willing to fight with her and for her. But see, five to 10 years of constantly nagging and yapping and yapping and yapping, because boy, do they love to talk. It just wears you down. It beats you down mentally and emotionally. And like I told you yesterday, Big Mom is still alive because she killed Big Daddy. 
She fed him terrible food. And the stress she put him under in terms of work and the BS he had to come home and deal with from her mouth every day sent him to early grave. Now, this is a conversation a lot of men don't want to talk about because, again, we understand she can do no wrong. But it states women complain to their friends daily about inconsistent men, which is what I told you, complain daily. I'm not complaining to my guys. When I was out dating, up until I met my wife, I'm not complaining to my guys. I don't really like her. I don't like her. All I tell people is, to, is I give the same men advice. I give women the same advice. It's just a conversation. It's either going somewhere or it's not. But for the most part, the second you set up a date with a woman, she's thinking marriage. Not that we just can ready to have a conversation and a string of dates to see if we compatible and see if this will work out. No, 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 no. Not for her. Mm-mm. In her head, what is she thinking about? Second child go out on a date. I told you, I'm in the clouds always watching. I watch women in these groups, these divorce support groups. And I give advice periodically because, like I said, I know what it's like to be divorced. So, you know, I lend a helping hand where I can. But for the most part, I watch women come in these groups and this, yo, I haven't been on a date in 10 years. This first date went so great. I think he might be the one. The one for what? You just met him. Yeah, I could see myself being in a long-term relationship and marrying this guy for one day. Not three months, not six months, not nine months, not a year. One day. There's a lot of pressure women put on men. And men can feel it the second we sit down in front of you. Now, if you calm, cool, and collected, it don't really bother you because a guy like me, I'm not going to be rushed or pressured in anything, which is why I had a problem with this. He's consistently inconsistent. See, they then go on the state. The thing is, when are we going to realize that many men want to keep your expectations low because they do not want to directly tell you that they do not want to change their lifestyle for your needs. Why should I have to change for you? Who are you? If we match, if we're compatible, then what? Then our lifestyles mesh together and our lifestyles work well together. If I have to change for you, then I can no longer be me. So now I have to send my representative to be in a relationship with you to make that relationship work. Who is that fair for? Who is that working for? Exactly. Who's the one who really wants to get married nine times out of ten? The woman. I have found time and time again that men believe that they are making themselves very clear about not being available. They're also making it clear that they will continue to randomly entertain and have sex with women who misread these signals with no guilt. If I haven't told you we're exclusive, then I'm still sleeping with other women. That's just that simple. We ain't got to play around with it. Now, if you're in a committed relationship, then we can have that conversation. 
But when you say he hasn't made himself clear, no, you either in a committed relationship or you're not. You either exclusive or you're not. If you're not exclusive, then he ain't playing games with you. That's you again doing what? You want this to be more than what it is. You don't want to be accountable for your role and your standards in this situation. Now, if you want it to be exclusive, then that needs to be something you need to sit down with and have a conversation with. Don't leave that to a man for that. Because a man doesn't want to be pressured into being in a committed relationship to begin with. Because we already know what. For the first year or two, a woman is going to send her representative, which means she's going to lie to you for the first year, year and a half anyway. She's going to slowly eke out who she actually is throughout that first year, year and a half. They're going to come to you very nice, very gentle, very smooth. They're going to cook for you. They're going to clean for you. Yo, let's go here. Let's have sex here. Let's do this here. Let's do this there. Now, as time goes on, what? You start to see the yelling. You start to see the fist clenching. You start to see the teeth clenching. You start to see the neck rolls, the lip smacking. I ain't going to do this. I ain't going to do that. So now when things have changed, what have you said? I don't know all of this in the beginning. I would have never settled down with you. But by the end, which is why I tell you guys, being in love is a sickness. It's a mental illness. But because you're in love at this point, what do you do now? And what is the game she plays with you? Well, if you love me like you say you do, you will love me for me. Now, this ain't who I met, though. But this is who you have now. So you lied to me. You misled me to get me here. Now, if a man did that to a woman, again, we would be calling, we would be using words like emotional rape and all type of weird words to describe misogynistic men and men being pigs. When women do it, it's, well, I was just getting to know you and, you know, I was trying to be who I want you to be, which we'll get to later on in this conversation. Which is why they think men are consistently inconsistent. Now, if you have been dating a consistently inconsistent person for a long period of time, he may be keeping you at bay purposefully, not wanting to cut off what is easy to attain from you at any given time. If you've been dating a consistently inconsistent person for a long period of time, that's you being stupid. If somebody is consistently inconsistent for the first week of dating, what does that let you know? He ain't that interested. I got a one-week rule that I advise men with already when they ask, and I give advice to them about this. And what is that? If you had to call her every day the first week you guys met, stop it. After the seventh day, don't call. If she goes two days without calling you, delete the number, block the number, and delete it from the contact. She's not interested. That's somebody who's looking to have their time entertained for a little while. When she feels like being bothered with you, she'll be bothered with you. But you women want us to make you a priority. Who are you to become our priority? You're not our child. At any given moment, you can make the conscious decision to wake up and say what? I'm out. So because somebody can make the conscious decision to say I'm out 
an exit from my life, why would I make you my top priority? And I'm just getting to know you. So, states, are you ready to have this conversation? I wonder how many men will own up to this behavior. So, inconsistent men and what you need to know. A man's on-again, off-again efforts to see you and build a strong relationship can be a symptom of several undesirable aspects of his long-term potential. Inconsistent men send mixed signals because they might be dating lots of women. See, I'm going to stop this before I even go into all of this right here. Inconsistent men are not sending mixed signals. That is a direct signal. I'm not interested. I don't know how that's not being conveyed to you at this point. There's nothing mixed about somebody calling you every two, three, four days. Somebody just wanting to go out on a date once every month. He ain't interested. Now, the next question you need to ask yourself is why are you sitting around waiting for somebody who's treating you like that? You don't need to be holding him accountable for that. You need to be on someone's couch asking a therapist that question. Because obviously your girlfriend's giving you bad advice. What are you chasing? Do you want to be loved that bad that you're willing to be treated like that? And I'm going to tell you, even if he was treating you the way you wanted to be treated, still don't mean he's not dating lots of women. Hell, a lot of y'all fathers and grandfathers got multiple kids by multiple different women all across the country. That's another conversation you women don't want to have. Not emotionally available. If you're just meeting a woman, why would you be emotionally available? You're just meeting a chick. Why would I be letting you in behind those walls so early? I don't even know you. But these women think like you're supposed to go head over heels and jump straight in and bear your soul to somebody who within two, three months, I might not even want to be in contact with anymore. Why would I let you in to see any of those skeletons in that closet? Why would you think you deserve to see the skeletons in that closet? They're not sure what they want. They're sure what they want. And that's another thing I tell men. You never tell a woman what you're looking for in a woman. See, that not sure what they want. That's a woman's way of her telling you, hey, you're not sure about life. You ain't even sure what you want out of a relationship. You're not sure what you want out of a woman. But what she's really telling you is, tell me the type of woman who's perfect for you so I can morph into that. And that's what that's how I will represent myself to you until I get you to put a ring on my finger. Because that's all this is really about. A race down the aisle. It's a race to the altar. Going to the chapel and we're going to get married, ain't we? That's all this is about for a lot of women. A race to the altar. Which is why shows like Married at First Sight exist. Because you have socially awkward women and men out here who don't know how to approach each other. And they don't know how to be happy just inside of their own lives 
you meet most women who will tell you what i love being around you you make me laugh you make me smile when i'm down a lot of times you bring me up what is she saying you are my medicine i'm clinically depressed if i'm not in your presence so now what am i responsible for now you want me to be responsible for your happiness which is why a woman hates when a man says look as i told you that's a statement i i took some flack for early on in my relationship when i called my wife an accessory it's not to disrespect her at all but all it is is to say yes the fitted hat or the shoes they make the outfit stand out more but i could put some other shoes on and still look fly like i don't need i don't need you i'm happy you're here you enhance what we have you enhance me you bring a lot to my life but i don't need you here i'm fine just dolo i'm fine on my own but you have a lot of these women saying what okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no they don't know who to be they're not comfortable being themselves hell a lot of them don't know who they are as individuals to begin with which is why they get upset when a man won't tell them what they're looking for in a woman because they understand already i'm not happy with who i am as an individual so since i don't like me as a person i can't stand to be in a room by myself alone tell me who you need me to be so i can morph into that and play that character for you to make you happy which is why a lot of you men get tricked and then it's four five six years down the line she wasn't acting like this at first you want me to tell you why because you told her I'm looking for a freak in the bed. I'm looking for a woman who's going to cook. I'm looking for a woman who's nurturing. I'm looking for a woman who's looking to have fun. Know what she thinks? Cool. I can do that. She's going to play that role until she gets what? The engagement. Now, when you see the show Bridezilla, that's usually who these women are at their core. But what's happened? They've tricked those men to get them to that point of a few weeks and a few months up into the wedding. See, once they get the engagement ring, they understand now most men are not going to turn back once they put the ring on their finger. They don't want to look like a goofy or a clown, like they picked the wrong person. They was unsure. So what will most men do? They'll follow through with the relationship and the wedding at that point. Will they be happy in it? No. But she understands once she can get the ring on her finger, she can gradually turn into Bridezilla and who she normally and what she actually is at this point. So for me, I would tell you guys and keep telling you guys, don't ever tell a woman what you're looking for. Because at that point, she's going to have to show you who she is. 
And because she's afraid to show you who she is, she gets upset because you won't tell her what role to play so she can be that for you so she can get into your good graces and win that race to the altar. Now, for those who have told the woman already what you're looking for, no Godspeed to you, man. I hope it work out for you. Probably won't. But like I am for a few of you out here already, I'm just an email. I'm just an email or a DM away, man. Keeping you on the line is a time filler until he finds a better woman. Uh, he's not really keeping you on the line if you're not in a committed relationship. You guys are cat. Look, if you're not exclusive, you casually date. We ain't got a sugarcoat to play around with this. If he doesn't tell you we are in, in we are in a committed relationship and me and you are exclusive, we ain't seeing nobody else. Y'all casually dating. Now, what you'll say is, well, I thought because we was going out here and I thought we was doing this, and I thought because you came over and spent the night and I came over and spent the night. I thought we was in a relationship. Did I tell you that? No, but I you're not qualified to assume for me. Don't think for me. Did I tell you we was exclusive? If I hadn't told you we was exclusive, then guess what? We casually dating. So I'm not sending mixed signals to you. You're making something more. You're making a mountain out of a, out of a molehill. You're now taking this to be something more than what it is. Wanting to sleep with you without investing much time or effort. I don't know what that means either. Because if the sex bad, I'm not getting in no committed relationship with you anyway. This is what it is. It's also advice I get to men. Don't ever let a woman tell you. Don't ever let her use sex as a bargaining chip. Don't ever let her tell you I'm abstinent until I get married. If she ain't a virgin, she's choosing not to have sex with you at this point. Now, again... I only give this advice because, like I said, I was in a 19-year relationship. Married, I think, nine out of those years. I'm now in a teetering on four-year relationship. And married, getting ready to be a year out of this. What I try and tell guys is, you don't want to wait till you say I do to find out whether you're sexually compatible. Sex is way too important in a relationship. You're wasting time. You're wasting each other's time. Same for a woman. If he can't sexually satisfy you, and that means a lot to you, why would you want to go down the altar with somebody who you know can't satisfy you sexually? Which is only going to lead to what? You cheating. Now, you could be like certain women who will say, well, if he practice, then he can get better. If he wasn't blessed with certain equipment, I don't care what type of practicing he's doing. It, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to do you no good one way or the other. Sometimes your arm's just too short to box with God. Don't let that go over your head. Now, we then go to how to recognize a relationship-ready man. Because, again, this is how women think they have men all figured out. If he does this, 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 this means he's serious. None of this means anything. 
calls at least once a week or more. If he ain't calling you or y'all not texting every day, if he's not letting you know, hey, yo, I'm getting ready to go to work. I just got home. I'm going to run to the to the movies. I'm going to go out here. He ain't got to let you know every movie, mate. But if he ain't checking in with you on a daily basis to let you know, hey, yo, I'm out moving around. I might be over here. I might be over there. He ain't serious about you. Calling once a week. That ain't a relationship ready, man. That, that should still fall in the category of somebody who's not ready for a relationship. But again, like I told you, they think they have it all figured out. Takes you on dates at least once a week. Okay. I could take you on a date on, on Friday. We don't live together. What does that mean I'm doing on Saturday and Sunday, though? Does that mean I'm not with another woman? Because I'm taking you around the city and parading you around, that doesn't mean anything either. That's you, again, hoping and trying to make this to be more than what it actually is. Text in between and stays in touch. I already touched on this with the calls at least once a week or more. If he's texting and calling on a regular basis, more than once out of the day. And I'm going to be honest, a healthy text thread for, for a man who's ready to be in a relationship with you, that should be anywhere between 1,500 to 3,000 texts in a three to four month span. Now, I know that may sound like a lot, but it's really not. There should be almost a three to 4,000 text thread within a three to four month span. There should almost be 1,000 texts a month between you two. And I know in your head you're thinking, that's a lot. But it's really not. Because on a daily basis, we should be doing what? That should at least be 10 texts a day between you two. Just back and forth. And you say on a low, even five, which would give you 150 a day. I mean, 150 a week. You know, you do with that. Well, not 150 a week. I don't know where my math just went with that. I just did three times 10 in my head. But get what I'm saying. You do five text messages a day. That's 35 text messages a week. Now, me personally, like I said, for us, we kind of text maybe first starting out dating, maybe between 10, 20 times out of the day. It's new love. It's no different than when you had teenage love and you was at home and you'd be just talking on the phone about the most randomest things from one in the morning to four in the morning. One in the morning to when the sun come up. In the beginning, if there's not a boatload of text messages, like I said, in the first three to four months, that should be somewhere between three to 4,000 text messages. If not, 
if you really somewhere in that, hey, good morning. Just checking in on you. How your day go? All right, good night. Yeah, he ain't interested. How to recognize a relationship ready man. <clears throat> Number four, wants to get to know you. If he's not putting any effort into knowing what happened in your childhood through high school to now, what's led you to become who you are, he's not interested in you. Not interested. I don't care how you may want to slice it and dice it. If there's not those conversations of wanting to know Yo, why did you break up with him? What type of hurt did that cause? What type of relationship do you have with your parents? What type of relationship do you have with your siblings? How did all of those breakups end in those long-term relationships you were in? Did you break up? Did he break up? Did you cheat? Did he cheat? Did he hit you? Did you hit him? There's a lot of questions to ask. If those questions aren't being asked, he ain't poking and prodding hard enough, which means what? He still may not be interested. But see, to say wants to get to know you, yeah, he can want to get to know you. But is he really trying to get to know you? Or is he getting to know your representative? You'll know when he's trying to get to know you. And you'll know when he's just trying to get to know you. And don't let that last you go over your head because you know what I mean. Tries to please you and win you over. That, that's just a man who just after the cutty at that point. That's it. Pleasing somebody and winning them over, that, that doesn't have anything to do with relationship ready. That's a man who's trying to get something at that point. Because before you're in a relationship, if he's trying to please you and win you over, then what is that? Why would he be trying to please you? Why would he be trying to win you over? See, when you get to a point where you find a man who's jumping into this bag, this is also a master manipulator. This is somebody who will be playing head games with you. He'll get you everything he needs to get you monetarily so that he can get what he needs sexually. But for a lot of women, money shows them. Money means love to them. Material things mean love to a lot of women. Big extravagant gifts. Big grand gestures. It means love to them. Now, it means love in the beginning for them. Now, the problem is, is he's not a guy who's going to pay attention to the details, which is when I said when he's trying to get to know you, not your representative. See, when somebody's trying to get to know you, they're trying to pay attention to the details. 
it's the little things that's going to make the relationship go. It'll be the little things that makes him want to be in a relationship with you. So you can have sex all you want to with a guy. It's not going to make him commit. You can cook all you want. It's not going to make him commit. I'm not going to ever tell a woman what's going to make a man commit. Well, it may be a few. But those services will be charged for. You can be looking out for those services sometime in the next few months. There are certain things in certain ways that you can approach a man and he may commit to you. But again, trying to please you and win you over, that's just big grand gestures. Those things work early on. He's going to get bored with it, tired of it. Like I said, the sex will get stale. Your personality, if it's blah, it's blah. And he'll be on to the next one. And again, you know what you'll say? He bought me. But you also have to understand, I'm telling you all these things. Because these are things that are telling you how to recognize a relationship-ready man. See, these things, y'all not exclusive yet. So you should... You should you should still never be confused in any of this with that. Because all of the gifts, all of the trips, all of the grand gestures still hasn't told you I'm ready to be in a committed relationship with you. And until you hear those words, this is all on you. Any way you want to frame this relationship and feel about it, that's on you at that point introduces you to friends and family within two months or sooner plenty of men who take random chicks to barbecues don't hold no weight you know why because mom is first wife covert incest but you have to check out previous episodes for that conversation i'm not gonna get involved in that now but introducing you to friends and family depending on the dynamic of that family you could have been the third chick to pop up this week. That doesn't mean it's relationship ready. He's relationship ready either. And it doesn't mean he's going to pick you to be in a committed relationship with either, I should say. Introducing you to friends and family is just, hey, yo, it's the chick I'm smashing for today. Now, the buddies and the homies... Once you he leave you over there with his sister and his auntie and his mother, they gonna yo, you was just with Shorty though, or Slim just two days ago. Where's she at? Oh, I'm getting up with her later tonight. I thought I'm dropping her off at nine, and I'm gonna go scoop her up at about ten thirty. I thought I get out the shower, go go home, freshen up, hop in the shower, and I'm gonna scoop her up about ten ten thirty, and you know we gonna go hang out, kick it a little bit, come back to the crib too. Yeah, so what about the other chick? Well, she out of town right now, but when she get back, she on vacation. I think I'm going to go pick up from the airport Tuesday, but I'm going to tell them both I got to work. I got to work Tuesday and Wednesday, so I'm going to be with her Tuesday and Wednesday. That's because he didn't introduce you to family. You could still be in the Rolodex, to be honest with you. But again, I'm going to state to you, he hasn't told you you're exclusive. So he's still not being consistently inconsistent. Because until you're exclusive, you can't be inconsistent. I don't owe you anything. Now, 
the last one. This can take a couple months. Ask you to be exclusive. At that point, when he asks you to be exclusive, then as a woman, you can say he's being consistently inconsistent. Unless you're exclusive, he can't be inconsistent because you're not his girl. You may be one of his girls, but you ain't no man. He's just still casually dating. No different than a woman who's still casually dating. There are plenty of women out here. If she sees a guy, she liked the vibe with him for a few days, she might cut the other dudes off. If she don't like the vibe, then she'll put the signal out there and say, Yo, I still think, though, we should still be seeing other people until we, you know, make this exclusive. Once a woman tells you that, guys, that's her telling you, you don't cut it. Now, I'm going to keep, I had a decent time with you. I want to see you again. So, you know, I'll entertain that and we can go out and kick it and, and party again. But in terms of us being exclusive and being in a committed relationship, me being your girl, you being my guy. Now, that ain't happening. So, you know, with us being done with that, I will say this. Him being consistently inconsistent on purpose. It, it can't really be factual because for the most part, you women are talking about things where you're not exclusively dating somebody. You're talking about the get to know phase. Now, because you as a woman take the get to know phase as this is my man. Until he has asked you to be exclusive and say we are in a committed relationship. I'm leaving on this last statement. You're just casually dating. You're not his girlfriend. You're not his woman. This is your boy, the hood nerd. I'm out. Tune in next time to The Hood Nerd. Same red pill time, same red pill channel.